Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Find Your Model Health podcast, the podcast that helps you find your model health for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body works. I am your host and I am very happy to have you back with me for another episode. I am Shemaine Linney. I am a fitness and nutrition expert, biohacker and certified iridologist. So this week, we are looking at the elemental diet for a couple of reasons. I like to teach my students slash clients on many different types of diets and again I've mentioned this before in other podcasts but a diet is just your way of eating it's how you're eating on a day on a week on a month it's how you eat Uh, many people associate the word diet with fat loss but that's not necessarily true my diet is how I eat on a day-to-day basis but this week we're looking at the elemental diet I have a couple of clients going through this diet right now. One that I am very, very, very happy with her results. And I really want to use this podcast to support her further. Um, But I have a couple more trying it out. And this podcast, again, will be a support tool for anyone who wishes to try or understand the elemental diet. So before I go on, I must emphasize that the information in these podcasts is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. If you are hoping to try something like the elemental diet or make any lifestyle changes, please do consult your health professional first. So before we begin... I must stress that when I recommend the elemental diet, it is by no means for weight loss. No means at all. It is purely for health. There may be a side effect of body fat loss, but the purpose of an elemental diet or a semi-elemental diet is going to be for health first overall. So what is the elemental diet? An elemental diet consists of nutritionally complete formulas in their pre-digested form, which makes them more bioavailable to the body, meaning the the body can absorb them easier into the tissues and help use those nutrients for healing. Um, And a lot of the time you can buy formulas that are pre-made um, from different sources so they can come in liquid form or they can come in powders that are meant to be mixed with water and consumed so elemental formulas contain protein fat and carbs that have already been broken down into basically their building blocks so your amino acids for the proteins your fatty acids for your fat and generally your sugars are going to be simpler for the sugar so they're more easily absorbed and depending on the sugar a lot of the time simple sugars are less inflammatory or they're hypoallergenic so they cause less issues when it comes to the health aspect 
And your formulas are also going to contain, or at least should contain, some vitamins and minerals as well. Now, since nutrients in this form are easily absorbed, so they're already pre-digested, which means they've already been broken down. To give you an example, when you blend something, you break it down. So that's the concept of pre-digesting. So we're blending something. And since these nutrients are in the form that is easily absorbed, an elemental diet allows your digestive tract to take a rest without jeopardizing your nutritional intake. So generally, an elemental diet is smoother. I always say to my clients, think of smooth. Think of something calming to the gut, something that's easy to digest. So we're thinking smooth, liquidy, soups broths kind of stuff like that many physicians will recommend an elemental diet be followed by maybe their specific preferred formula um, which means you would go by the liquid or the powders but um, they can be very expensive and usually they taste rubbish but we'll look at that a bit more in a few minutes so most of these formulas contain more carbs and proteins than fat because fat for some people can be very difficult to digest, especially if they don't have their gallbladder or if they have issues with stomach acid as well. And we remember we want to take that burden off the digestive system. So an elemental diet is often prescribed to people who have severe digestive issues. In the case of my clients, I generally will recommend trying an elemental diet when I see a lot of bloating and discomfort going on. But if I see a lot of diarrhea, if pretty much every time they eat anything, it comes out just as fast as it went in. So they get diarrhea immediately. They get bloating. They also may get spasms and cramps, kind of like an IBS reaction. That's when I'm like, okay, your digestive tract is having a bit of issue now. Sometimes I'll know the underlying issue if it's maybe SIBO or a fungal overgrowth or maybe they're fighting some sort of pathogen or something like that. Or maybe I know that they've damaged their intestinal lining over years of abuse. Um, or it could be something else. Um, that's when I'll say, hey, I think you should try this for a couple of days or a couple of weeks. It really depends. But elemental diets have been shown to help manage symptoms related to Crohn's disease. There are studies to back this up. Um, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, so that's your SIBO. It also can be helpful for diverticulosis as well and other inflammatory issues of the digestive tract including inflammatory diseases of the esophagus that can lead to difficulty swallowing um, like, like eosinophilic esophagitis so eoe so additionally you'll see maybe your practitioner or your healthcare provider will prescribe an elemental diet if you have gone undergone surgery of your digestive tract or your intestines as well as those who struggle to meet their nutrient needs those would be people with maybe cancer or anorexia nervosa 
so an elemental diet we want to take away that if you're going to do an elemental diet it does need to be very nutrient dense you have to provide your body with the tools that it needs to heal itself that's so so important you can't just go and do a protein shake all day every day for a couple of weeks that's going to cause more damage than good so to follow an elemental diet typically you consume only elemental formulas and no solid foods and those formulas again could be something your doctor or health practitioner has recommended or that they sell um, water and tea and plain tea are usually fine the thing with these pre-made formulas like i mentioned earlier is they can be very very expensive especially if you're doing an elemental diet for a couple of weeks but also they generally taste rubbish like they're really bad you have to hold your nose and just knock them back so something like that then is going to deter someone from actually sticking to the diet for the time they need to stick to it not everyone likes to choke back stuff that tastes like crap basically so I like to give my clients another option and that is to do the homemade elemental diet which is more affordable but also gives them the luxury to use ingredients that they like but that I've also said yeah that's okay on an elemental diet as well and it gives them a little bit more variety than just sticking to a formula the whole time so Although the commercially prepared elemental formulas are designed to provide adequate calories and all necessary nutrients, that doesn't mean that we can't get them by making our own stuff at home. So our own formulas slash mixtures slash concoctions at home. So before I go into that a bit more, there is you may have heard of the semi-elemental diet so the semi-elemental diet is pretty much the same as the elemental diet in that it also relies on liquid nutrition the main difference between an elemental diet and a semi-elemental diet is the protein structure so the semi-elemental diet provides protein that is hydrolyzed into peptides um, so those are shorter chains of amino acids and this is the elemental form i tend to stick to more the semi-elemental diet also contains more fat and usually they're in the form of easily digestible fats like medium chain triglycerides or mcts so mcts can be more easily digestible for some people than others because of their shorter chain length, their fat chain length. This varies from person to person, but generally most people tolerate MCTs fine. They can start at a low dose, so a teaspoon, half a teaspoon, increase to a teaspoon, and then when that's fine, increase a bit more and keep increasing until you've got a good dosage of fat. But anyway, so, I like to use a form of the semi-elemental diet with my clients. So it's a homemade semi-elemental diet. 
So what this means is I will give my clients a list of foods that are going to be okay for them on the semi-elemental diet. So these are going to be approved foods that are mostly easy on the gut, very nutrient-dense, hypoallergenic um, in a form that they're not going to be too inflammatory on the body and they're going to provide with all the nutrients the body needs and give the gut a break from digesting. So they'll get the shopping list and from that shopping list then they have the ability to make smoothies, juices, soups, broths, stews that have been somewhat purified so they're softer, no, no lumpy stews. Um, then we'll also look at teas and different types of water and sometimes I'll throw in aloe vera as well. Aloe vera water I prefer because aloe vera is very very healing to the gut but also very hydrating to the tissues. So when we do this homemade semi-elemental diet you see you get a lot more variety. Um, you get to then play around with the recipes so that you can make them the way you like the taste and the consistency and so on. Now I do provide recipes but um, generally I feel that or I find that people that do the homemade semi-elemental diet they're more likely to stick to it than they are with the formulas like I said. They get the variety, they can make food taste how they like it to taste. It is somewhat more affordable because you're buying pretty much whole foods that you may already be buying and then compared to the formulas it tastes a lot better you're going to stick to and a lot of the time I really need my clients to stick to the elemental diet for it to work so we're looking at may so we've mentioned our fats we may get that from MCTs some people can tolerate some avocados some people can tolerate butter so we get that butyrate into the gut to help with the bifidobacteria and the acromantia. Um, coconut milk can generally be tolerated by a lot of people. So those are your fats. When we look at the proteins for sure I'm adding in a good hydrolyzed collagen to get those peptides, those short chain amino acids. I look at gelatin, so I use gelatin a lot. I'll use bone broth in the elemental diet. Then for carbs, we will look at different fruits. We'll also look at sweet potato. And I have found that some of my clients will do good on white rice. So then we might do creamed white rice, excuse me, or some sort of pudding made from white rice as well. And then you've got your green vegetables. So you get a lot more variety. Um, one of my clients that's doing the elemental diet now is doing really well making mushroom soup. So mushroom can be good. So the elemental diet, there are a few don'ts. I like to avoid caffeine in the beginning and then see the progress of the individual clients. Um, I also like to avoid lemon and limes. So in the beginning, they can cause a lot of issues for some people who have severe digestive tract issues. Other citrus, maybe not so much, but for sure lemon and lime, I've noticed eliminating them can help the starting journey work a lot more better. And then as we move on, so an elemental diet can go from anywhere from three to five days to three weeks or more. 
there's obviously a level of discipline and strictness and rigidity required but as I say to my clients is while you were in such a bad state your gut was almost falling out if this is going to turn things around then it's why wouldn't you try it for a couple of days or weeks like what have you got to lose you've only got to benefit from this if anything you're going to get flooded with a lot of nutrients but I've seen the healing aspect of it and there's no one that doesn't benefit from the healing of the gut doing an elemental diet. And then this is where you want to work with a health practitioner where they can decide, okay, we're going to start adding in some solid foods. Which solid food will we add in? Your health practitioner will decide on that based on the outcomes they want to see. So I might add in okay well you've been doing liquids for a week a week and a half now i know you're getting the cravings for crunching and for texture but i also want to support the growth of the good bacteria in the gut um so the bifidobacteria i do know that eventually you want to get back on the weight loss wagon so i want to promote the acromancia i know that organic green apples are very high in polyphenols and can be great for hydration and healing the epithelial cells and supporting the growth of the good bacteria and formation of butyrate and all of this so I'm going to slowly start adding in an apple a day so you get the crunch you also get the hydration and the filling sensation from the apple too and then I'll slowly start adding in more as I see okay she's tolerating an apple fine and we have no diarrhea we've no spasms we've no issues let's look at another food that's going to be somewhat hypoallergenic but going to provide some good nutrition so maybe i will look at some lamb maybe or grass-fed ground beef or it really depends on the client so that's where your health practitioner will make a judgment call but the elemental diet is amazing in its effectiveness from my experience now there are some potential side effects if not done properly but this shouldn't happen if you're working with a professional so nutrient deficiencies is one if you do not emphasize nutrient dense liquids you could risk nutrient deficiency um, and weight loss may happen there but it wouldn't be in a healthy way meaning that when you implement food again you're likely going to blow up and gain back the weight plus more make sure you're taking in plenty of vitamins and minerals in their most bioavailable form to prevent any nutrient deficiencies there may be instances where your health practitioner will say do the elemental diet but keep up with your supplements or add in this multivitamin or whatever the next side effect is GI issues, so gut issues for some people, although I have not seen this happen yet, switching to an elemental or semi-elemental diet may cause some initial gut distress, including that diarrhea and abdominal pain, so those IBS spasms and cramps. If this happens, then go slow. So 
increase the liquid in your diet gradually over a few days. So if you're used to doing three solid meals a day, now we'll do two solid meals and one liquid, and then we'll go to one solid meal and two. And so, but I haven't seen a need for this, probably because I encourage most of my clients to fast before they start the elemental diet. So they're good has already had some sort of a break and the inflammation is already lower by the time they start the elemental diet and then of course there is that consistency and that discipline and falling off track depending on the formula again it might taste rubbish and it might not be financially sustainable and if you're not able to strictly adhere to this diet your recovery recovery is going to be delayed but this is where again that homemade semi-elemental diet can be very good and then also a reminder that if you are in such a bad way why wouldn't you stick to this for a while if you know it's going to help you feel better and you are fed up feeling the way you're feeling and living beside the bathroom all the time then why not give this a try? Um, so those are the potential side effects. I don't see much more apart from maybe some fatigue if you're not taking in as many um, calories or your carbs aren't as high as you used to because a lot of people are very dependent on sugar so this may cause them to feel some fatigue but I would expect that would only be for a couple of days as the nutrients start to flood your tissues and your cells and then the mitochondria start working um, but apart from that I think the elemental diet is a great idea but we do not want to lose it for weight loss and we also want to first discuss it with some sort of health professional before we do something like this yes google can give you lots of answers but google is not going to help you decipher what's right and wrong for you google is just going to be an information platform you need then a health a health professional brain to help you decipher what's going to be the best approach for you um so again the elemental diet can be great for SIBO, inflammatory diseases of the gut and the esophagus um, and can also help with fighting off pathogens or also um, any sort of yeast overgrowth. You can use an elemental diet there for that or even food poisoning. The elemental diet can be helpful with that um, and there are some studies that the elemental diet may help manage pain associated with chronic pancreatitis but the research is limited but the research is still there okay so i hope you found this helpful if you have any questions whatsoever please do reach out to me you can reach out to me on my website so shemainesmodelhealth.com you can send me an email there or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram, Shemaine's Model Health. Again, I am more than happy to help anyone that has questions or needs some direction on this sort of diet. It is a very useful diet in my opinion. And then 
would mean the world to me. It would help me so much if you would share this podcast episode with anyone you feel it may help. I want to get the wheels spinning on me helping you helping others get helpful, healthy. So we're going to start this ripple effect of the amount of people we're all going to impact and help to get healthy, especially in this time of the pandemic where we really do need to become our own doctors and do what's best for us. So I would love it if you would help me spread the word from these podcasts and help this information reach more people and hopefully make the world slightly somewhat healthier, better place. Okay, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day and I will chat to you all again soon. Stay safe and stay hydrated. If you're in Canada, it's so warm right now. So make sure you're hydrating. I did mention aloe vera water is amazing for hydration. So if you can get your hands on some of that, then do. Okay, bye-bye.